0: Who is Sentry? Here's a word for the novice nerd from Why So Sidious. Robert Reynolds, a.k.a. The Sentry, brings another Jekyll and Hyde dynamic to Marvel Comics. Created by writer Paul Jenkins and artist Jay Lee... The Sentry made his first appearance in The Sentry No. 1 in year 2000. The Sentry is rumored to play a big role in the upcoming MCU movie Thunderbolts, so it's a good time to get to know the character. His Jekyll and Hyde dichotomy comes from the bad side of his split personality, referred to as The Void. The Void is the embodiment of his deepest fears, tendencies, and destructive potential. It represents all of his worst traits. The Void came along with the Sentry powers which came from the Golden Sentry Serum, which granted him godlike powers but also created the Void. Reynolds was suffering from severe addiction issues, which left him in a state of constant despair. His life was in shambles, and he was desperately searching for any relief from his emotional pain and turmoil. This is really why he consumed the serum in the first place, believing it might provide an escape from his suffering and end his addictive behaviors. Sentry with the void is a character that represents the struggles of addiction and the hardships that come from all the consequences of addiction. The void being the worst side of him that destroys relationships and damages his chance at a normal, happy life. Letting the void take over is like submitting to the addictions. But when the Sentry buries the void in his mind, effectively awakening the hero, this is his best side prevailing. Because even though there is that void holding him back, no matter who you are, you can fight the bad side. Life isn't over. There's always a chance for you to embrace the light, walk away from your dark side, and start living a good life, becoming your best self. The superhero side of Sentry represents this option for anyone dealing with addiction. When the Sentry is in control, he is one of the most powerful, hopeful characters in the Marvel Universe, with powers rivaling Superman's, and in terms more relatable for Marvel, with powers rivaling Hulk's, which we see on display against one of the most angry Hulk's in the story World War Hulk. After Hulk tore through almost every single Marvel character, Sentry was the last one standing, and he fought the Hulk to a standstill, leaving Banner in his human form barely conscious and thus saving the rest of the world from the rage of the Hulk. He was the only hero in the Marvel universe that could do it, at the time. Shortly after in 2005, he becomes an Avenger. After the disassembled event, when they all broke up, and shortly after came back together, building a new team called the New Avengers. Jessica Drew, AKA Spider-Woman, believed that the team needed his power and that his past struggles made him a valuable asset in understanding and dealing with superhuman threats. Captain America had reservations. He was aware of Sentry's history, including his battles with the Void and his struggles with mental health. Despite his concerns, Captain America understood the need for such a powerful member and agreed to Sentry's induction, but with close scrutiny. He chose to believe in him, giving him the benefit of the doubt and rolling the dice. Because without the wicked alter ego, the Sentry could be the greatest hero of them all. His powers are nearly unmatched, making him one of the most effective members. But his internal struggles with anxiety and the constant fear of losing control added tension to the group dynamics. Like the Hulk, the Avengers never knew if they would have an abrupt breakout and destruction at any given time. This tension became a reoccurring theme throughout Bendis' new Avengers series. Emma Frost from the X-Men had to come save the day using her telepathic abilities to help Sentry confront and manage an anxiety attack, struggling against the void yet again. Reynolds is trapped in his own mind, very similar to the way Wanda is trapped in hers in Doctor Strange 2, when Professor X infiltrates her mind in an attempt to save her. The scenes are extremely similar, even the background of the mind's setting being all white. She has to infiltrate Sentry's mind to address a number of issues that have plagued him since he gained his powers. She works to stabilize his mental state and helps him to keep the Void under control. For this moment, in case things went wrong, all the Avengers, plus all the X-Men, and both backup rosters were all waiting outside Sentry's house. This is how scary the Void can be. It would require all hands on deck. Luckily, we've never seen the Void fully in control of Robert, but the closest we get involves a big crossover titled Siege, which we'll talk about later. One of Sentry's most notable moments in the New Avengers series occurred during the storyline involving the Collective. This immensely powerful being, created from all the energy dissipated after House of M, posed a major threat to the world. Millions of mutants lost their power, but that power didn't just dissipate out of existence. It actually gathered together and converged into one human in Alaska. The transformation caused an explosion, killing his whole town, and the Collective began racing around the world in terror and confusion. He was a huge threat, even though he didn't want to be. Without the Sentry, the Avengers likely would have lost this battle. This displayed Sentry's huge power levels and also showed that there is certainly a side of him that benefits humanity, and belongs on the Avengers. The beginning of the decline of the Sentry and the rise of the Void. Unfortunately, his membership on the Avengers was soon switched to a membership on the Dark Avengers. Norman Osborn, the former Green Goblin and leader of Hammer at the time, recognized the Sentry's immense power and believed he could be a valuable asset to his own agenda. He was also aware of the Sentry's mental struggles and the presence of the Void within him. Osborn first works to gain Sentry's trust, and eventually manipulating him in many ways, including making him believe that the Dark Avengers and Osborn's leadership were essential to controlling the Void and maintaining that peace. He recruited the Sentry to be a member of this team, and took on the role of the Void. That's right, Norman names the hero after the very thing that Reynolds had been trying to free himself of this whole time. This is what Norman will continue to do. All the progress of removing the void from Sentry's psyche is hindered by Osborne manipulating him to embrace the void instead, using it for his own nefarious purposes. The Sentry's transition to the Dark Avengers was not a choice he made willingly or of his own accord. It was the result of Norman who exploited the Sentry's inner struggles and insecurities. One day being supportive of Sentry, telling him that the Void doesn't control him and he has the willpower to remove himself from the Void's control. And other days telling Sentry that he is the Void and that there is no good side of himself to fight for, manipulating him to give up on the light and relinquish control to the Void. When Norman needed the Void most was during the Siege of Asgard, the climax to the Dark Reign saga, which saw the end of Norman's rule as leader of Hammer. Which in the comics was just like S.H.I.E.L.D. When the Dark Avengers are tasked with removing Asgard from Earth, as they are unregistered superpowered trespassers at a time after Civil War when registration was taken very seriously, a lot is on the line for this invasion. Norman and the Dark Avengers can't just come bully a colonization of Asgardians like they do other unregistered heroes, so extreme measures are needed. Norman puts the nail in the coffin of his manipulations of Reynolds. And this is when we see the void in the driver's seat almost completely. It leads to the Sentry causing immense destruction of the Asgardians, including a near fatal blow to Loki himself. Sentry even kills a significant Avenger at the time, Eris, the God of War. He tears the dude directly in half. And Eris is very powerful. It is not an easy feat to split this character into two bloody pieces, the way he did. By the end of this fight, Sentry actually comes back to his senses and fights off the Void, realizing the destruction he had caused and the dire consequences of his actions. He realizes that the only way to stop the mayhem is through self-sacrifice. In a tragic moment, he flies into the atmosphere and self-destructs, effectively ending his own life to put an end to the chaos. He chose to make the ultimate sacrifice to save asgard and the world from the devastation he had inadvertently unleashed of course this isn't his last appearance in marvel comics and it wasn't his first death sentry seemed to be a bright light of hope during the dark times of the Knoll invasion in king and black he was bringing the hammer down on the enemy which is something the heroes really needed at the time when symbiotes were taking over but that was until Noel grabbed a hold of Sentry and tore that man in two, almost exactly the same way Sentry did to Eris, God of War during the siege events. It seems like the writers did this just to show how powerful Noel really is. The man has gone through some rough times through his stay at Marvel Comics. He hasn't been around since the 60s like so many characters, and he's not a very significant character in the modern comics of today. But his short time in Marvel Comics was unique, intense, tragic, and never failed to captivate. What sets Sentry apart as a character is his complexity and the fact that he really was not a good person, yet he became a superhero. But he never actually tries to be a bad person. He doesn't want to hurt people or rob anyone or control anything. He never tries to do bad things. He actually showed nothing but desire to be good and remorse for his wrongdoings. He just couldn't dig himself out of his own hole. His addictive personality and compromised mind led to constant conflict. He represents the struggle between the light and dark aspects of the human psyche. He is a symbol of the potential for greatness and the potential for self-destruction that exists within each of us. His character raises questions about mental health and the consequences of repressing one's true self and losing oneself to temptation. The struggles of anxiety, depression, and the fear of letting go of his vices and living a true life makes him a tragic, sympathetic character, despite his godlike abilities. You can't help but root for the character, and we're desperate for him to overcome this addiction and all of his bad traits, but it never seems to happen. The Sentry challenges readers to contemplate the nature of your true self and the importance of confronting your inner demons. Powers and Abilities Strength, durability, and speed, including flying, almost rivals Superman in every way. He can't shoot lasers out of his eyes or blow ice, but he's on the extremely powerful, almost OP side of things, definitely one of the strongest in Marvel comics. He possesses a potent regenerative healing factor, making him nearly immortal, and he doesn't age. Energy projection. He could emit energy beams and manipulate energy in various forms, including light and heat. Energy absorption. Energy absorption. Sentry can absorb various forms of energy, which he can then redirect or use to enhance his own power. and the Void is that malevolent force with its own set of powers, including energy projection, matter manipulation, and reality warping. Reading Recommendations New Avengers Volume 1 and 2 by Brian Michael Bendis shows him coming onto the Avengers and the struggles in his mind and of being on a team. Dark Avengers, Brian Michael Bendis shows the captivating relationship between Sentry and Norman Osborn. Showcases the Sentry's power very well and in my opinion is the best written Sentry with all the best and worst aspects of his dichotomy, which really shine on a team of villains. He seems to be the best person there, but when he goes bad, it's clear that he belongs on this team. There's a moment where he decapitates a seemingly unbeatable threat for the Dark Avengers and it's absolutely savage. Great displays of power in this comic specifically. Siege by Brian Michael Bendis. This is the climax to the Dark Reign saga, and you see the Void almost fully in control of Sentry in his fight with the Dark Avengers against Asgard. And World War Hulk, featuring one of the most epic showdowns between two of possibly the most powerful characters in the Marvel Universe, Hulk and Sentry. So that wraps it up for this unique character, Thanks for joining the Sidious community by tuning into this episode. Check out our other novice nerds like Galactus, Sinestro, Thrawn, almost all the Robins, and more.